a long one. It's hard to get excited about a genealogy, but the one we heard this morning from Matthew's Gospel does teach us some very important lessons, which are, in a certain sense, very exciting. I'll highlight just two of them for you in this homily. First of all, the genealogy makes it clear that God desires the salvation of all people, without exception. Notice there are four women mentioned here. That was highly unusual in the first century world. Normally, in genealogies, only the male descendants were listed. Here we have four women mentioned, all of whom were foreigners. Tamar, Rahab, Bathsheba, and Ruth. That fact is significant. By including them in his genealogy, St. Matthew is making it clear that even Gentiles, even non-Jews, are included in God's plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. No one is excluded. Reminds me of what St. Paul said in Galatians 3, chapter 8, or chapter 3, verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free person, there is not male and female, for you are all one in Christ, Jesus. That's lesson number one. Jesus came to save everybody, including you and me. Praise God. Which brings us to the second lesson for the day that we learned from this text. God has not stopped. He's not stopped by your shenanigans, nor is he stopped by mine. God can achieve his purposes. He can fulfill his plan for the world in spite of our sins and our weaknesses and our failings. That's really good news because all of us have plenty of sins and weaknesses and failings, as did the people mentioned in this genealogy. And some of these folks had sins and weaknesses and failings that were pretty darn serious. For example, Judah is mentioned here, along with Tamar, Perez, and Zerah. Tamar was Judah's daughter-in-law. She desperately wanted children, according to the Old Testament story, so one day she decided to disguise herself as a prostitute and to have sex with her father-in-law. Obviously she should not have been seeking the services of a prostitute, but he did. She ended up becoming pregnant by him. That's how Perez and Zerah came into the picture. And then, of course, we have the example of David and Bathsheba and their sin of adultery, and in the case of David, murder as well. My point is that the human ancestors of Jesus mentioned here were all sinners. They were all flawed people. Some of them committed very serious sins in their lives, as I hopefully have just made clear. But those sins, as bad as they were, did not stop God. They did not stop Jesus from being born into the world, from accomplishing the mission the Heavenly Father had given him to save the human race. Nor is God thwarted by our sin. Now, it's true our sins can interfere with the plan of God for the world, but they can never completely destroy it. So when a Catholic leader signs a bill into law that undermines marriage and family life and religious freedom, as a certain Catholic leader did this past week, he can certainly do a lot of damage, and he has. But the plan of God lives on in those who accept and promote the truth. It's a very important and a very timely lesson that we learn today from the genealogy of Jesus.